Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. Hello, everyone. Grab your Bibles and turn to Colossians chapter 3. We're going to pick up in verse 1. Since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven, where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in all his glory. So put to death the sinful earthly things lurking within you. Have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, lust, and evil desires. Don't be greedy, for a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. Because of these sins, the anger of God is coming. You used to do these things when your life was still part of this world. But now is the time to get rid of anger, rage, malicious behavior, slander, and dirty language. Don't lie to each other, for you have stripped off your old sinful nature and all its wicked deeds. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your Creator and become like Him. In this new life, it doesn't matter if you are Jew or a Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free. Christ is all that matters, and he lives in all of us. Paul is encouraging his readers to have the proper perspective about what it means to be a follower of Jesus. And if you didn't notice this, Paul's letter has definitely shifted from talking about declarative statements regarding justification, who you are in Christ, and is now focusing on sanctification, how we ought to live based on what Jesus has done for us. As the people of faith, how do we move forward in faith? And you'll notice that this is not just the pattern that he does here, but he does this in other letters that he writes to other churches as well. We saw that especially evident in the book of Romans, in the letter to the Ephesians and Philippians, and especially now here as we look at these verses, is that now you have this new life in Christ, here's what this means going forward. And he encourages the readers that since you've been raised to new life in Christ, that we ought to set our eyes on the things of heaven and not the things on earth. That when we look at the things on heaven, the inheritance that we have through Jesus, all of the appeal of the things on earth is just gone. There's no luster. There's no appeal. There's no draw. And this is even more true the longer you follow Jesus, is that the things that you used to pursue, the things that other people value, it's just gone. It's just stuff, really. And it doesn't really matter compared to the eternal inheritance that we have in Jesus. So Paul talks about how we accomplish this. When he talks about setting our eyes on the things of heaven instead of the things on earth, How do we continue to live as people of faith? How do we go about living lives that avoid sin? And here's the instructions that Paul gives. Remember as well that in Romans 7, Paul talks especially about fighting the fallen nature your whole life. You will always be tempted to sin. And even today, as you listen to this podcast, you have sinned in some way, in some thought or word or deed, you have given in to sin. And avoiding sinful practices and thoughts and words is a work that God does in you. It happens slowly over time that all of a sudden, all of these things that you used to do have lost their appeal. All of these practices, all of these habits that you've formed, you just have no appeal anymore. There's no satisfaction to be found there. And yes, you avoid those things as best you can. 
and it is good and proper and right for you to avoid situations that would cause you to sin and to avoid opportunities and situations where temptation is hard to avoid. But there's an effort here that as Jesus does that work in your heart through the Holy Spirit, that from your part, not contributing to your salvation, but in your part, this effort, you need the support of the greater faith community, is that as you work to your end, you do avoid opportunities and situations where you might fall into sin. You do consider who it is you spend time with. And that might mean reevaluating who your friends are. And in in that effort to avoid sin, you can't do that alone. This is why scripture teaches us that we need the support of the greater faith community. In order to make an effort to live as Jesus instructs us to, in order to live this out even more fully, if you want more details and more information about what that looks like, if you want to see what this looks like putting into practice, go back and see what Jesus tells us to do. Uh, really recommend looking at the Sermon on the Mount for that. That's Matthew chapter 5 to 7, and we've already covered that, so you can go way back into the archives, into season 2, to find those episodes on the Sermon on the Mount, and we walk through each of those sections. But as we look at the text today, this is a nod towards how the Colossian Christians fit into the greater kingdom of God, is that as you support one another as the people of God, wherever your faith community is and whatever it looks like, this is the part of where God has placed you to be a part of that faith community, to be unified, which is why he says, it doesn't matter if you are a Jew or a Gentile, if you are a, a free person or if you're a slave, if, you're, uh, if you are a barbarian or uncivilized, if you're part of the civilized world, it doesn't matter. What matters in God's kingdom is that the all-encompassing factor is that Jesus Christ is all that matters. So it doesn't matter, you know, if your church is primarily older people or, you know, what the dynamics or circumstances or ethnographics of your church may look like. You are a part of that faith community and God has placed you where you are to help strengthen it. So the takeaway question for you today is considering the faith community that you are surrounded with, how can you better support the Christians in your local faith community? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.